Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. scooby dooby doo what, what up out there, podcast land? <laughs> Where am I and what podcast is this? What just happened? And just from my Brazilian friends, (laughs) holy Moses, Batman, (laughs) it's the Americanos. (laughs) I miss them. I do too. I love you guys. We'll see you soon. Yes, not soon enough, but we will. Maybe bringing a crew with us this time though. Ooh, really? Some people are interested. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, That's exciting. But that's sadly though, you know. My guys are over in Thailand with Pastor Ling and Angela. Very, very sad. That but, you're not there. But I'm not there. I, I have a wedding, which I'm very excited right. about. I just thought um, you should clarify why what was sad. Yeah. It's I was, not sad that they're I'm there. I'm sad that I'm sad not. sad that you're not, I'm there. not there. I was uh, Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very sad I'm not there. <laughs> hey, you hear the voice. Yes, he's it's, back. It's Yay. a me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you're back and you're good. And, and my good voice go. is like yeah, going. Yeah, like in I the basement. Like the very white voice. I like it. I like it. I do not. We may have to prompt like who's speaking because we're sounding a little alike here. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I'm Hank, um, the one with the very white voice. <laughs> I'm a pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Finally, the return. Ooh, I'm back. He's back. It's like falling off a bike being back. <laughs> I can do it with my eyes closed. And I totally forgot your nickname. <laughs> what? Leave Which a couple one? of weeks. <laughs> I, I kept going cornhole, and I knew that was wrong. That's not right. And look, over there in the distance, there's Tyler oh, Selden. word. Hey, Tata. You going to come and get on the mic? <laughs> I mean, just out of the blue, I was like, somebody is over there. Look, I, was thinking, I was like, there's somebody standing there. And when I just came back in he that appears. room, there was nobody <laughs> standing there. So that was a little bit freaky. <laughs> and then he's off. The wild blue yonder he's got again. Projects, I don't yeah, know. He's got projects. So hey guys, we're in um, John chapter eleven. Yep. Um, <clears throat> got some great stuff for the day. Mm-hmm. Mona has a lot of it. Um, <laughs> she studied a lot. Oh. Probably more than me. No. I doubt it. No. Um, but anyway, so we're Actually, finishing not this up. Week. You did. Not this week. Oh, you've been busy. I've been busy. Been loving on that little loving baby. Loving on boy. that little baby. He's so cute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, love I miss him. I'm sure. It's hard to be oh. 20 hours away. Oh, it stinks. You come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> we can't <Yep>. compete. <laughs> Not at all. So how was Sid? Sid is good. When um, Hank watches your pet, they gain weight. I don't know. What can I say? I make sure that they are well fed. <laughs> Which made him very happy because yes. he's all about his food. Uh, he, I know the feeling. He's a big cat. <laughs> he's a horse. Anyway, so we're in John chapter 11. We finished up with Jesus saying, I believe last time, that he was the resurrection and right. the life. Right. And um, and there's more to this story. Yeah. As I've said many times, it only gets gooder and gooder. Gooder and gooder. <laughs> from here on out, buddy. We, we have a little thing, and then we got some sadness, and then we get to boom. Boom. Um, what, what this is all about. So... Anyway, Mona. Yes, sir. Would you please start at verse 25? Sure. And then read. Um, read. Can I start at 23? Sure. Yeah, just don't just forget whatever I ask. You, <laughs> just go, you just go with what you got. And um, 
Reed. <laughs> she she can't quit giggling over there. <laughs> I almost thought I heard a snort. <laughs> I'll Keep on and you'll I'll get one. I'll never tell. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Just stop reading somewhere. Okay. After forty-four, I was going to say at least through. 44. Yeah, and then then I, you know, just go. Probably just through forty-four. Okay. Um, but I did want to start twenty-three. Jesus said to her, "Your brother will rise again." Martha said to him, "I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day." Jesus said to her, "I am the resurrection and the life." Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. <clears throat> Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this time and for the privilege it is to, to have your word and to be able to share your word with others, Heavenly Father. We can never uh, deserve such a privilege, but we're so thankful that you've allowed us to be vessels for your word. And Heavenly Father, <clears throat> we just thank you for the fact that your promises ring true. And one of those promises, Father, is that uh, death is not an end. It's just the beginning of an eternity, praising and worshiping you if, if you're the believer. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the fact that death is not an end, just a transition to where we can finally see you face to face and glorify you and praise you for eternity. So, Heavenly Father, we just pray that this time be spent in a way that's pleasing to you, Heavenly Father, and that uh, that lives would be changed, not because of us, but from hearing your word. In Jesus' name, we pray these things. Amen. 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 You know, you're reading that, and I, it's, it's you know, sometimes the Bible just makes you laugh, mm. and sometimes just how it's translated. In the King James, it says, "Um, that he stinketh." Yes, I love that. I love that. And that's why I got I got tickled. If you'd have looked over here when you were reading, so obviously, and I just caught it when you were reading. Um. Did you notice that Mary and Martha both said the same thing to Jesus? Yes. Yep. Yep. 
they had really good teachers. Mm-hmm. Now, as we said last week, they had good theology, but not full theology. Right. right. That they were on their path to getting that. And so, what do we get out of this? What? I don't even know where I want to go. I got four or five things in my mind here. Um, I just think it's interesting that both had the very first thing came to their mind to say to Jesus, had you just been here? Mm-hmm. And how many of us make the same statement a lot? Mm-hmm. Right. God, if you just shown up on time. Right. Right. God, have you been here? God, if you would have just answered my prayer. It's really a humbling thought, though, because, and I'm going to mention this in my sermon this Sunday, God knows the whole picture. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So even them saying that, and it's great, and you know they were hurting, but they didn't lose their faith. Mm-hmm. They knew that they would come about they knew he could have saved him right they knew that he would rise again in the mm-hmm. end of in the time but they still ran to jesus yeah. right it boggles my mind people that are hurting don't run to jesus right i literally had somebody text me today and struggling with the death that they've gone through and i just said you know when i find myself like you are right now I run to Jesus and mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, where else do you go? Yeah. Right. Because what else is there? Yeah. Right. What, am I going to run to the loud mouth down the road? <laughs> I mean, what what is Buddha going to do for you yeah. in that moment? Right. Or, or, or Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Or any other religion. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to offer because they have no answer for death. Mm-hmm. Right. The only faith... Or if you want to say religion in this context, that has an answer for death, really is Christianity. Right. Yep. I mean, you know, the Buddhists, you just you ultimately go to Nirvana and nothingness. <laughs> well, that stinks. <laughs> <laughs> that stinketh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I got like a good seventy five years, and then I'm just going to be nothing for eternity. That flat stinks, man. Right. right. You know. Yep. Anyway, so. Let's move on, unless you got something to say. Well, the, the only thing I was thinking about was just the, that we so often mistake God's time and not being our time for God not showing up. And, and it's just one of those things where it just shows our limited understanding, our limited view of, you know, well, God didn't show up this way at this time, so so now who do I turn to because obviously God's not here. God's always there, and we just we fail to see him, which is a failure on our part, not not a failure of his to show up. But how many times does it take for us to finally get through our heads that, you know, God's there, we just have to look for him and be patient because his timing is going to be way better than ours. I think the answer you to know? what you're saying right there is when we see him face-to-face. Yeah, right. yeah. Because I don't think we're ever going to get it. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because everybody struggles with it. Right. Because our emotions at times right. are powerful. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, what you got? Anything? No. Oh, no. Well, I mean, everything that, because everything that's running through my mind is all the stuff that we talked about last time. Yeah. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, to, you know, make go back and listen to it because it's all, obviously it's all interrelated, but, but 
the reason why Jesus waited and the reason why he stayed behind and didn't come when they mm-hmm. when he was first called. When he was first called and Lazarus wasn't even dead, he was only ill. Um, and so the significance of that, I mean, we covered it all last week, so I don't want to recover it. But and it's so funny. I still go back to it last week, though, as you're saying that. You know, at first Jesus goes, oh, this won't end in death. Right. And then he talks about Jesus, like, hey, man, he's dead. <laughs> Well, but it just goes, and I'm dumbfounded by this. The more the more it happens to me, how many times I've looked at something and said, "Well, this is going to turn out horrible," and and maybe by my original viewpoint, my my limited understanding, it, it doesn't turn out the way I want it to because it turned out better. Yeah, because I wasn't even you know considering X, Y, and Z that God already had put in place. And so often we we look at and and we believe what's in front of us, and we say, "Well." Well, that that God didn't do anything with that, but we should know better, mm. you know, and we should should be on the lookout for what God is actually doing, which every time is going to be better than what we planned. I mean, yeah. God's never God's never worked in my life and I'm like, well, is that all it is? <sighs> Wish we'd gone with my plan instead. You know, it just yeah. that doesn't happen. Right. Right. I got a lot I can say, but I'm gonna move on <laughs> <clears throat> because it, it's. Anyway, anyway, so let's move on to one of, and I, you hear different things. I've heard that this is the shortest verse in the Bible. Then I've heard pray without ceasing. It's all one word. Both of them are one word. Mm. Depends on the length of the word, I guess. I should research that. But Jesus wept. Right. You know, the, that sixth grader, you got to learn memory verse. <laughs> we were, that, just, was we were talking about that. <laughs> Jesus wept. <laughs> That we all, that was the verse that everybody memorized. Everybody only two words. We can handle that. (laughs) (laughs) So here it is. Why he weep. Well, I mean, I, I think that what we see is Jesus. I mean, we have to remember that um, Jesus was fully God and fully man. He was the God man. Right. And so he was not, partially one of each he was fully each and so i mean i think what did jesus know what he was going to do i he did i mean he okay. knew he knew what he was going to do so how did he know because he was, because he was god he's god because he was there he that's what he went for that's why he went to do that um you're answering the question question correctly <laughs> We're just not saying anything because we want to see how, how long you're going to go. <laughs> so he did know what was what he was going to do, but he still wept because in his humanity, he still felt that grief and he still felt that sorrow. And he still um, felt that, um, you know, all of that, that weighs on us when somebody yeah. dies. So when you read this word wept, um, there are two words in scripture hmm. that, that, it, that speaks to that word. And, you know, in that time, they would have professional funeral goers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would be paid weepers mm-hmm. to moan. And, and and the word for that is um, kaleo. It, it means like a, a wailing, a right. screaming, a hollering, a just going crazy, weeping and, and laughing. I mean, not laughing, weeping and crying. But the word here, which is, I think, it's only used right here. Mm. It, it's called dakruo. Now, I'm probably butchered those two <laughs> words, but it, it means it's it's a silent bursting in the tears. Hmm. And so you get this idea of two reasons. Number one, yeah, his humanity that he's like, well, my friend had to go. Mm-hmm. But it's the effects of sin. I think he was also crying. I believe he was crying at the effects of sin, mm-hmm. yeah. knowing that 
And this is what everybody has to go through. Mm. And, you know, he loved Lazarus. Mm -hmm. And he's like, sin is terrible. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, is appointed on the man once to die and then the judgment. Right, right. But we weren't supposed to die. Right. And knowing, yeah, as you're saying that, and then then I'm thinking and knowing how he created the world. Yeah. And what he created it to be. Oh, wow. And then yeah. it's not. Yeah. He, because this the is the fall. ultimate brokenness, right. isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. This was the ultimate mm-hmm. effect mm-hmm. of sin yeah. from the garden. Right. Was death. Right. And that was the one issue that the enemy kept saying, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Right. 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 But it is the ultimate effect. Yep. You can be healed from cancer. You can be healed from right. leukemia, which is cancer too. You can heal from a heart attack. Right. You can be healed. But the one thing you ultimately cannot be healed from on this side, in a sense, is right. death. Right. Everybody, right. Everybody's going to die. Now, I know some are going, well, you can be brought back to life. Like, they can, you know, sooner or later, you're going to die. Yeah. You gonna die. Yeah. So the, then the question is, what happens then? Mm-hmm. Right. So not only did Jesus make us to be perfect and right. to live in perfection and to live forever, then he had to come back and make the ultimate payment. Right. And I, I have to believe that some of it, he had to be like, and this is what I'm about to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And this is why I'm about to go through it. Yeah. Because death, you know, Jesus on the cross was the death of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was he, just all this is go, has to be going through his mind, mm-hmm. and um, yep. So thoughts over there? No, I was. You've been just, saying wow. I know. No, uh, just <laughs> just trying to comprehend and fail miserably this idea of, you know, Jesus being the one who was there at creation, seeing what what the world was intended to be, and then having to stand there and see the result of, you know, our fall, you know, because of sin. I, I just. I, I never thought of it that way to to be that th- literally the only one who could ever do the, who was present at that and and fully understood yeah. where we are now and and to have to see the contrast between the two, you know. So oh, that's often, a great wording there. Yeah, we forget that we weren't intended for all of this. No, we were not know. intended to die. Right. right, right. Now, here's the great thing, though. We don't have to live in a garden. We get to live in heaven. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Right. So, I mean, even in that, <clears throat> Jesus still brought about a beautiful oh, yeah. diamond. Yeah. Yes. But to see, I do think it plays to it that, it, mm-hmm. you know, probably his best friend mm-hmm. outside of Peter, James, and John, mm-hmm. probably his best friend had to go through death. Yeah. And that horrificness of, I mean, we don't know how he died, but just the fact of having to die. Yeah. And the sisters having to deal with it, with his death. But how about this thought? But then having to bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got to do it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, eventually he dies again. Yeah, we all we always kind of forget about that part. The <laughs> fact that he, like, he died. Hey, again. by the way, you do know it says afterwards that the Pharisees wanted to kill Lazarus, yeah. too. They were mm-hmm. trying to figure out yeah. how to kill Jesus and Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. And old Laz is going... Dude, I was dead. I had nothing to do with it. I just got back. <laughs> and you're trying to kill me already. <laughs> so now, once again, I go back to, you know, four days because they thought the the Jews thought the soul of a person mm-hmm. hung around for three days. And by the fourth, he would be gone. And the fourth day, decay starts to begin. And that's why they said he stinketh. <laughs> 
and then up on the stage steps Jesus. Yeah. And this is, I mean, how do you explain someone that can just say Lazarus come forth and he comes forth mm-hmm. and that guy's been dead four days? Right. It's not like he's been dead 30 minutes. Right. Right. We have accounts of people that that were dead mm-hmm. for extended periods of time right. and then came back. Right. This dude was dead it's for four, four days. days. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But can we back up for a minute? Absolutely. Because I I just love Jesus's <clears throat> prayer to the Father. Um, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. <laughs> but I yeah. said this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. And so Jesus is very intentional about the words that he says. And most of the time when we know that he is going off to pray, he's going off by himself mm-hmm. and praying quietly. And But here, I mean, and we do have prayers of his recorded. There are other times. John 17. Right, right. <laughs> the high priestly right. prayer. <laughs> but in this particular instance, he is speaking specifically so that those around him are hearing mm-hmm. the truths of what what is true about the Father and what is true about his relationship with the Father. And in in order that they would believe mm. that he came from God, that Jesus came from God. <laughs> I mean, just anything else you want to add? No, just just how thankful I am that that Jesus lived his life with the intention of you know he had those private times when he was praying, but so much of his life was absolutely intentional, so that we would have that that image to follow, you know, those instructions to follow. And this is just one of those times we like to think of ourselves as so smart, but if we didn't have him to follow and this record of him to follow, we'd be completely lost. Well, it sort of goes along with what I said this past Sunday. I don't know if you listened to my sermon. You know, twice there was a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him Mm -hmm. and whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Part of it, we know at first, and I just got a two place that we specifically, I can't think, Matthew 3 at his baptism. Right. Translated, and, and most commentators that I looked up said, Jesus had done everything up to that point. He was supposed to, he had lived perfectly under the auspices of his mom and dad. Right, right. And he had been perfect in that. And then when he heard it on the Mount of Transfiguration, when Peter, James, and John heard it, it's because he had lived his life doing exactly what mm-hmm. the Father wanted him to do. Right. So often he says that, I don't do anything that I want to do, but only what the Father mm-hmm. tells me to do. Right, Yes. I and the Father are one. In contrast that to us, we're like, well, I want to do that. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. So Jesus, who was God, willingly submitted himself Mm -hmm. to the Father. Mm -hmm. Right. And so even here, and it ties back into what you said, he was once again trying to show people the Father. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. He said, I did it so they'd believe in you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he says, Lazarus, come out. Yep. Or Lazarus, come forth. Yep. And I mean, I do, I hear people say it all the time, you know, if he hadn't specified Lazarus, everybody would have came out. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love the fact that there was no, you know, we going back to, to talking about, you know, people who, who die for a short amount of time or whatever, you know, we're having to resuscitate, hook them up to, to medical yeah. equipment. This, that. He just speaks it. I mean, that, that just, I love. And I love by the, the way, this just hit me. He had already told him to take stone away. Yeah. Right. He had no doubt what he was about to do. Oh, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that should go without saying. <clears throat> he had already said, and that's when she said, "Lord, he stinks." <laughs> Even at that point, they didn't understand that he said, mm-hmm. "I'm the resurrection and the life." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you see, and and along that lines, you see 
faith on their part because they did take the stone away. Oh, yeah. You know, he said, take mm-hmm. the stone away. And they said, well, he's going to stink. But <laughs> they did it. I mean, I, what, you have to wonder, verse 40, did I not tell you that if you believed, mm-hmm. you would see the glory of God? Mm-hmm. You had to think. They had to be going, what are you saying? Right, right. What does that mean? Well, right. What's what what's going on here? Right. My brother is decaying, he stinks, and right. some of the last pictures of people are gonna be this dead corpse in there that yeah. stinks. <laughs> yeah. Just roll it away. Yeah. I told you if you believed, you'd see the glory. Right. Okay. <laughs> You're a lunatic or you're the Lord. That's well, right. it, but but how often do we try to make it so much more complicated? Literally, all we have to do is it, we don't have to understand every aspect of it. We just have to say okay, yeah. you know. Yeah, right. go, go to Mary, being pregnant with him. Yeah, go, yep. as, as opposed to Zechariah. Right. You know, Mary said, mm, "Yep, I know how this works, <laughs> and I've never done part of it to bring about a child. So how's it going to happen?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just fill fill in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. in my mind, you know, mommy and daddy <laughs> to make babies. See, we need video for this one. This is and oh. I'm mom. I can be a mom. There ain't no dad. <laughs> What's gonna happen here? And then we get that yeah. and Lazarus come forth, and then what a picture mm. of salvation. Yeah, we don't see those grave clothes fall off. When somebody accepts Jesus, mm-hmm. but they do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we were, if you go to Ephesians chapter 2, dead mm-hmm. in our trespasses. Yep. Yep. Spiritually dead. Yep. And so that moment you come awake, that moment that Jesus has said, Hank, come forth. Yep. Dan, come forth. Mona, come yep. forth. Yep. All your spiritual grave clothes yep. fall mm-hmm. Yep. And you're then clothed in the righteousness yep. of Jesus. Right. Right. And you step out of that tomb and in you are no longer, though we will die, yet we will live oh, because we are no longer tied to that tomb. Yeah. That we, we're no and by the there. way, how does it work? What do you mean? What? How does it work? Though you die, yet shall you live. How does that work? I mean, isn't it like this complicated thing? No. Like, how do we, can we understand it? It's a very simple thing, but very complex. <laughs> Well, now that you've cleared it up nicely. <laughs> but it's a very simple thing that all we have to do is believe. You just look to Jesus who right. said what? Right. I am the door. Right. I think we all know how a door works. Right. <laughs> really, and I do think that's all it is. It's a yep. doorway yep. to heaven. Yep. Death is nothing more than a doorway. Yep. By the way, I was reading. It's it's sort of on the on the vein of I was reading in Luke this morning. I was reading about Christmas stuff. <laughs> and um, you remember the story of, um, I'm going to keep going back and forth till I get it. Um, there in Luke chapter 2. Um, <laughs> Simeon there. And then, it, I, and I love how it says it in, in the actual, in the Holman Study Bible, in Luke chapter 2, as he's talking there, I love this. Listen to this. I love it when our Bible pages are turning. <laughs> Simeon is talking. He says, now, Master, you can dismiss. Hmm. You can dismiss me, your slave in peace. Hmm. Isn't that a great word picture there? Hmm. 
of a servant. Because he had been waiting. His whole life. To he see had been the, told right, that he would he not die until he saw, saw the Savior. The right. And then he says, you can dismiss me now. Right. I've worked for you. Mm-hmm. And that's really what death is or mm-hmm. how it should be. Mm-hmm. Right. We are all called to work on behalf of the kingdom, mm-hmm. not work on behalf of a church. Right. Mm-hmm. Not work on behalf of your own glory. Right. Work on behalf of the kingdom of God. And then all the other stuff will fall into place. But I just think you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you're a liar. Yeah, three minutes. We got three minutes. Oh my gosh. Three to happens. three to four. In their time, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> but but just so in case you didn't hear, last when he had the thing in front of him, he didn't like that either. He'd much I just rather didn't like the board have, last he, week. He'd much rather have you watch yeah. the time. <laughs> um, but isn't that what's supposed to happen? We're supposed to work for the kingdom yeah. of God and then yeah. be dismissed in death right. to live. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. It does, but it's kind of awesome. It's kind of. I think it dies back in that though he died, yeah. shall he yeah. live? Right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you you do understand, and here's my big point. So get ready. <laughs> oh, okay. If you want to live forever, you got to die. Yep. There you go. Well, how do we follow? I was gonna say, well, I'm, you got to die to sin and self, and then you got to die to your own selfish ways and live for Jesus. So you have to die to live forever. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? You want me to go? Go ahead. I'll go so you can't steal mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, just two things. One of, one of um, just going back to what you're saying about, you know, this is a great picture of salvation. Um because again, that that same Jesus is calling you just like he called. He's calling you to leave death behind, and it's up to you know. That's how simple it is. He's calling you. Are you going to answer? And what is that answer going to be? That's it. So that's the first one. The second one is this would be a completely different story if Lazarus went back in. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. if he's uh, but how on, many of us do that? Yeah, pick up. I'll, oh, I'm yeah. going to pick up my funeral clothes and head back in. I'm Sorry, back in I don't <laughs> yeah. want to live forever. Uh, uh, this might be better, but I'm I'm familiar with that, <laughs> yeah. so I'll go back there. I've been yeah. there four days now. My home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is it. So how ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to Hebrews because oh, I told you God. I was going to. <laughs> I thought we, we made it through the whole podcast. <laughs> Because we had a great discussion about why Jesus wept, even though he knew um, what he was going to do with raising Lazarus. And we um, were talking about that before we turned the mics on. But and so um, I was reminded of Hebrews four fifteen, where it says, for we do not have a high priest, speaking of Jesus, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. And let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That Jesus experienced it all Mm -hmm. when he was here living as a man, as fully God and fully man, he experienced it all. And so um, no matter what it is that we are facing, Jesus knows what it's like to face those things. And so because of that, um, we can... Um, turn to him and rely on him. And always. Always, right, no matter what. Amen. That's a good word. Let's pray. <laughs> Father, we love you. God, we're so thankful that you made the way, that you died our death 
so that we could live the life you always desired for us. So, God, thank you for this passage. Thank you for the clarity of it and how it just shines forth the truth of life found in you. And, God, we love you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, and I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. This is the Mosaic of Mary, and I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. And I got my main man over there, Corn Dog. Yep, yep. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.